I spared everybody the music tonight. <laughs> I kind of want Will to come back. Didn't want to scare him off with the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, man. We jump right back into it. We got our former co-host, you know, back when this gentleman was kind of a, just an upcomer, small guy on the scene. He co-hosted No Driving Gloves for four and a half years, almost five, I guess about five years. And, yeah, uh, it was it was a long time. And his uh, popularity on the show just launched him into this new stratosphere of <laughs> hot rod building and car building and awards have been raining down on him. Jobs have been raining down on him. TV shows. And the man's busy. He had to step back from the show. The show that brought him his career. <laughs> so... Will, how you how you how the hell you been doing lately? Oh uh, man, just running wide open. I mean, uh, burning the candle at both ends. Uh, I probably need to slow down a little bit, but uh, you know, we can rest when we're dead, right? Well, that's what I keep telling people. And you know what? No dead person's ever, you know, stepped up and said you're wrong. So that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. So life hasn't changed too much for you, has it? No, no, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, me, it's been this way for a long time. Um, which, but you were you like know, that in college. I mean, well, class yeah. partying, class partying. Now it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's car yeah. building, car building, car building. It's, it's kind of funny. It, it was, it was class partying, drive to Alabama, class party, drive to Alabama. So I'm still driving halfway across the country, you know, a lot. And I'm, instead of going to class, I'm, working on cars and when I'm not doing that, I may be partying. I don't know. <laughs> well, when you're not working on cars, you, you do. I mean, you weren't busy enough this year and you went ahead and started an autocross group yeah. that seems to me has made a pretty big impact because I saw recently the big guys that you kind of created grip autocross to be an alternative to invited you to one of the invited your whole group to one of their events. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's one of those things we we never thought that it would take off like it did. Um, and uh, it it uh, it's one of those deals where, you know, those guys support us and we want to support them. And, um, you know, the last uh, the, the winner of our last event was Stephen Saunders, who's I think the chair of solo for Birmingham SCCA. So. Um, you know, we just, we just all kind of want to race together. Uh, we had one little conflict. I think it was our third event where we had to schedule on the same day. They were just, I mean, my schedule's crazy. Wesley's schedule's crazy. And, um, you know, we didn't think nothing about it. And, and, you know, we, we talked after that and we were like, you know, we don't, we don't need to do this again. Um, and we haven't. So, uh, we'll get with those guys and probably Huntsville when we make our schedule for grip next year and we'll try to not be on top of each other. So, um, yeah, I think it's made a pretty big impact. We're, we're pulling guys from all the way from Nashville to mobile. Um, Brian Finch and his crews come out several times. Um, JB Granger's came to one event who actually just competed, uh, for the Optima challenge in Vegas. So, you know, we've got some pretty, pretty big time 
drivers coming out from from a long distance. I, I noticed I was just there. Uh, SCCA's got a national event in Moultrie, Georgia, coming up in uh, three or four weeks, and um, I was just looking at who all you know was going to be at that event, and there was four or five guys that run that are going to be running at that national event that are regulars at grip autocross. So, um, you know, we don't have the best lot. We don't have the best location, uh, but we have the best time. And I think that's really what's bringing folks to grip autocross. Yeah. It's, uh, kind of, you know, kind of caught me by surprise that you were going to, going to a venture like that. And I, all I keep seeing on my feed and on my feed and on my feed is <laughs> you guys are doing another event. When's your next event? I thought you just announced your final one of the year. Did you not? Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah. So not, not a lot of warning. Uh, no. And we're about full. Um, uh, we, we have actually sold out every event. Um, can look it up right quick. I think um, I think there's about seven, eight spots left. Um, so it's it's gonna gonna book up pretty quick. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't want to say you did it right again. I'm just you know, I don't know. I'm just at a loss for words on how that one went. <laughs> well. And, and then uh let's see here picked up a new piece of jewelry or shelf decor in vegas did you not when you were at sema i, I did um i won uh, the 2022 good guys trendsetter of the year and that's actually it sitting sitting right there um <laughs> yeah that's one of those awards that when when you've just opened your shop and you know you you're starting to kind of get a little bit of traction your eyes are always on that one as a young builder and i honestly thought that number one i was too old to win it and number two i didn't think good guys was going to be doing that award anymore uh, because they hadn't vended at sema the last couple of years um so anyway when i was sitting there and and you know the first bullet point come up i knew who they were talking about and i looked at my dad and i kind of kind of lost it there for a minute and my wife was sitting next to me and then i get on stage and they hand me the award and i look down and there's my whole family not sarah Allie, uh, eli my mom my sister, my nephews, my brother-in-law. Um, that it was pretty special, and to share it with with them. And Dan was there, the guy who did the Impala for. Don and Brenda was there, uh, the couple we did the Cadillac for. Um, and, and you know, my little buddy Mini Mike Cook and Tim McCarthy, and you know all the. There's so many people that that's had their hands in Big Oak Garage that's got it to where it's at. Um, you know, we have a lot of sponsors that that believe in us, and so yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty crazy uh, experience there, and that's just one of those awards that you never really think that 
you're going to get it. Um, just if you go and research the names that's won that award, I mean, it's Chip Foose's, Troy Trepanier, Alan Johnson, Jesse Green, and Dave Kendig, Goolsby, uh, Roadster Shop, Eric Brock. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the who's who of hot rod building. So, um, to be to be in that group is pretty crazy. I can see the honor. It's always, I mean, I haven't won that many awards in my life, and nowhere near the collection you have. But it's always well, it's always great as, to be rewarded for a field you're in. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it is in acceptance, and the you know, it it is. It's a huge honor to be to be recognized as much as we have especially uh this year and last year um it's uh it's been surreal for sure uh, well it started a few years ago if you're in the graphic here behind me there oh, look at that i got it right on the first try it started <laughs> the dart got you a map right and uh you uh have slowly progressed from there yeah, the, the Dart was the car that really people started noticing us and knew that that we knew how to build a car like that and get the styling right and uh, everything else. Which you know, man, I've had some. I've worked it. I've worked at two of the shops that have one trendsetter of the year. Um, my first job out of high school, I worked for Alan Johnson. Um, my first job out of college, I worked for Jesse Greening and then Neil Lee. I mean, all of those guys know how to build a killer, killer, killer car. Um, so I, you know, I've, I had, I had some good mentors in front of me and you know, my dad, my dad's always had a good eye for stuff and, um, would point out things to me that look good and look bad. And, um, you know, there, there's, <laughs> Another good friend of ours, Damon Estes, um, he uh, unfortunately had a motorcycle wreck, hadn't been able to come by the shop much here lately. But uh, as a young builder, he would come in and I'd ask him his opinion and he'd give it to me. Well, I mean, if he's like, well, that, that ain't going to work, you know, um, guys like that, that really gave me their honest opinion um, have kind of molded my style into what it is today. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I saw the dart. I can't remember shit. Five years, 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. It was, it's still bare, still bare metal. Yeah. And then all the little subtle things you did to that, which really I'll just go ahead. If you're watching the video, I put up a couple of slides. There's the uh, dart and all of that just all seemed to uh, flow into, and you perfected it with this one. Yeah. The num I was going through our episodes. First episode of this year, uh, when you're still on the show, we've totally discussed the reverse wedge that you put into this car, which is something Derek and I had never heard of and took a lot of explaining to do. But... <laughs> Um, Dirty Martini has sure there hasn't been a month go by that you haven't heard something about Dirty Martini. Yeah, we um, 
we've uh we've pushed her down the river you know <laughs> um we've we've i think the longest time that we took off this year showing uh dirty martini was between shades of the past and sema and you know there were a couple of shows that we could have went to during that time um that we were either invited to or wanted to go um but that many miles in a trailer on a car, it, it's rough on them. And we wanted to go to SEMA with our best foot forward. So we actually took the car way apart and fixed a bunch of little things and, and then put it back together for SEMA. So, yeah, it, it's been around the block. <laughs> so so has, does the owner ever get to enjoy this thing now? Are you going to give it back to him like for Christmas and I don't he know can put it in his garage? I don't know if I want to give it back to him or not. I was talking to Dan today and I, I told him if I, if I won the lottery, I would, I would give him what he priced it to that dude in, in California. I'd just pay him for it, you know, and uh, I would just take it. Um, no, you know, he, he goes to 90% of the shows. Um, he, he's helped us. I mean, uh, financially he's helped us, um, show the car, um, he's hooked it to his truck and in his trailer and took it to shows. So, you know, this is really, he really enjoys the showing side of, of this too. So it's been really, really fun. Um, I got a little taste of that uh, last year with Don and Brenda with the Cadillac, you know, they're, they're awesome customers of ours and, and really love going to shows. So we got to show it, 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 you know, a few times and being there with them, with it and then taking dirty martini and you know there were times where the cadillac couldn't come and they would still show up with dan so it was um it, it was pretty fun having that many customers around and even sean black with with the trans am we did last year as well um regardless if his car was there or not he was there with with us and you know, most customers, that's kind of the way it, it, it turns into. They turn into family. Yeah, I'm going to say, because it's me and I'm narcissistic, I gotta say, I remember back when I did the Cunningham for um, Vale and Linda Frost. Um, unfortunately, Vale passed away a few years ago. That's why they did the car, um, is to be able to go to the shows. And it's it's a ticket to get in and do some of that fun stuff. Unfortunately, I didn't get the car built to probably the level Vale deserved where you have with Dirty Martini. It's, I think, maybe I shouldn't say it, but I think you told me a story when you showed up here in Birmingham at World of Wheels and you started to unload it. One of the other builders there said, ah, oh, shit, we didn't think you were coming and uh, almost packed up and went home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, um, I've, I've been that guy a bunch, you know, I've been sitting there behind my car and, you know, see another car roll in that, you know, is better. And you're just like, you know, and, and, you know, that's just, it's really just being funny, uh, winning awards and trophies and all that stuff. Yeah. That's icing on the cake, but that's really not the reason why we do what we do. It's not, it's not to win trophies. It feels great to be recognized and I've never turned one down. So, um, but 
to see people's reaction to your piece of art and to be there with the customer and to enjoy it with them and talk to people about it. You know, um, the dirty martinis had a lot of people scratching their heads, wanting to know what we did and how we did it. And, um, and being able to explain how you created that, um, really is, is, is why I love going, um, showing people something they've never seen before. Hey, you do a good job at it. I mean, I popped up a picture of Merlot there while we were talking about it too, for those that had opportunity to catch the video podcast. Um, and I'll say, I haven't seen you since I picked it up, but Brandy absolutely loves her little piece of Merlot that we have in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, still owe you something for that. I told them to have you send me a bill. So no, no, please, no. Pl you, please don't. You, you have, uh, you have paid me in full with cigars. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to send me some more of those, I'll take them. <laughs> well, um, I don't have my schedule in front of me, but I'll be up in your neighborhood. I can't remember next Thursday. I think I come think I come through. I can, if I have time, maybe I will. I'll be about 2,000 miles from here on Thursday. Eh, somebody will be at the shop. Yeah. Yeah, the guys will be here. Uh, Chris and... <laughs> they'll, they'll show you that empty box of cigars I yeah. dropped off for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they'll do. They'll, they'll hide them from me is what they'll do. Make sure you send me a picture of them on my desk or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if I can make it, it's, it's a brace to get back i can't remember i think i start in uh, scottsboro and of course i have to be back for the cigar podcast i do on thursdays by five o'clock so nice with four stops in between but um where else oh you got that little thing that's on wednesday nights uh see it's still broadcasting and i don't know how often uh, motor trend television but your tv show finally came out this year yeah, um, last week was the last episode until after the first of the year. Um, it's something Motor Trend does. Um, they'll kind of get you all worked up and get you loving it, and then they'll be like, eh, you got to wait a few more months. So um, so after the first of the year, there'll be four more episodes, and that'll be season one. So, And then um, I say that that is what Motor Trend does, but the, the – it's not like they probably can't well, you can watch it on motortrend.com probably and motor trend, you know, it's on demand everywhere. You can sit down and binge will <laughs> sit down here. I think it's on the 13th and binge will. And then, um, or, and, uh, then you can go right into Yellowstone or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Two very humble people. <laughs> oh yeah. That, um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I, I, I was formulating my next question. You have to keep <laughs> talking when I think of it. Oh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. So I have been up to your shop. It's been a couple of months since I've been there. There's all these other things going on. What do, uh, what do we want to go to next year? Maybe I shouldn't go to next year yet. Um. Can, whatever you want to talk about. Where um 
It's all kind of future questions. Well, so you did have a help wanted ad up on your Facebook page. I saw when I went to steal pictures. Um, how are yeah. the guys at the shop reacting to this? Do they enjoy being there with the acclaim and that? I know you're a guy that is very humble and, you know, really we sit here and we talk to you and, you probably would much rather me talk to the guys in the shop because they're the ones that do the work. You, you know, yeah, you have that creative mind probably goes I, back to that partying at McPherson. We talked about, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but, I don't know oh, if you want to talk to them or not. They may cuss me. Well, the, we did talk to one, one night and uh, unfortunately we were unable to re-air that show. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Mike? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Mike actually works for his dad at Steve cook creations. Yeah. Um, his dad's actually one of my kind of role models, I guess. I mean, uh, I've liked everything that man's ever built and been watching him for a long, long time. And then me and Mikey just become friends. He's helped out around here some, but his, his main full-time gig is with his dad in Oklahoma city. Yeah. He, uh, he did leave us, a definite impact, and I spent a lot of time listening to Mike. And, uh, unfortunately, I just couldn't figure out how to air that yeah. and have it make sense. <laughs> but, right, uh, right. but, yeah, you do get, like I said, let's go back to the guys in the shop and that. They um, um, they do a hell of a nice job. And, I mean, like I said, you come up with the designs a little bit with, you know, obviously you have your artists and that. And we've interviewed a few of those on the show before. And they put the cars together and they do a lot of the work because no, no one person, you know, I've done, I've done restoration and I'm cheating. I'm using somebody else's plans. Uh, you kind of do it from scratch and you have to explain it. And I'm sure you're teaching your guys all the time. Oh, this is what we wanted to do and change. But do they, I, I get, like I said, a simple question. And, a, and like I said, it's a dumb, dumb question they enjoying it and are they enjoying the fun that you guys are having this year, especially with dirty martini and I'm sure you get tourists at the shop and things like that. Or how's the crew doing? That's what we'll say. Are you still there or did you lock up? Ooh, we might've lost will here for a little bit while we wait for will to speed to come back. Be sure to check out nodrivinggloves.com. We do have our Christmas list there. Uh, Derek and I have picked out a lot of uh, special items and such. Um, I don't have my phone. To, there it is. Yeah, there, there we go. We're going to get hopefully get Will back. We're going to have a lot of items and such for um, <clears throat> that we've suggested for you. And... Say this week, what do I want to plug? What do I have up there that you should check out? Uh, you think I would have had this prepared, but ah. Uh, so here I talked about my tray. We talked about the nightsticks. I've got a couple uh, books up there. Uh, for you to check out. You know, we've got um, a man in his car book. We've got um, 
what else? Secrets uh, from Barn Fine Hunter. Tom Cotter was on the show uh, back in 2020. Um, and hopefully Will can hear me. It looks like he's rejoined. And oh, yeah. Tony Watley's book up there. Well, I always love Tony. I want to get him back on the show, but Jesus Christ, that man's busy and expensive. But if you want to really learn how to run a business or make a couple of bucks on the side, Tony's a man to talk to. Uh, and I'll throw out a thanks to our listeners. Uh, we got a lot of money in the uh, buy us a coffee last week. So also while you're at the website, go ahead and click over. And if you think we're entertaining you and I'm providing you some value and we've got a pretty good list of guests coming up. A uh, matter of fact, doing a second live stream tomorrow night at eight o'clock um, with a gentleman that has his own race shop here in Birmingham. We'll fill you in on that. But now we got Will back. How are you doing, Will? I'm I'm back. I don't know what happened. It just, everything went blank. So it's the internet. Yeah. 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 But we fixed it. You turn it off, you turn it on, even though you're running on an Apple computer. <laughs> <laughs> so the question when we, we lost you was, is, um, I don't know where you lost me, but I was complimenting problem, you know, the guys in your shop and the work that they do. And, you know, you're humble and uh, you do pass thanks off to them a lot. Are they still a good feeling around there? A good vibe? Um, got some stuff in store. We'll talk about maybe if you can talk about anything you've got around the corner, but um, how, how is life at the big Oak when you're actually there? Yeah. Yeah. I've been gone a lot. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. The, that's one thing that I, I'm pretty adamant on is keeping an upbeat environment and uh, everybody, you know, getting along and having a good time and, and doing stuff. And, um, you know, it, it seems normal. Um, nothing's really changed. I mean, I'm, I'm still who I am five years ago, 10 years ago, you know? So, um, it, it, um, everybody still works hard and, you know, I've got a group right now that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, from the fab shop to the paint and body shop and uh, Jake Meadows came on board and he can actually do designs and renderings and drawings and stuff like that. And it's actually how I met him. I had him do some drawings for us. And uh, now he's, he's the head body and paint guy uh, back in the back and Troy's Troy's all over the place. Uh, he can fab, he can do paint, he can do body, he can assemble, whatever. And uh, Philip, you know, Philip most of the time stays in the assembly room wiring. I know it's not his favorite thing to do, um, but right now he's kind of he's kind of splitting jobs. He's he's in the fab shop some and in the uh, in the assembly room doing wiring and sim and assembly and stuff. And uh, Holden Holden's been with me a long time. He's he's pretty well in the fab shop ninety percent of the time, but he's kind of our detail guy. So when a car gets ready to go to a show or something, he's always the one cleaning it up. Um, and then Lucas, Lucas is the the pretty well the lead dude in the in the fab shop. Um, you know, not only can Lucas visualize it in his head, he can draw it, and then he can go make it. And um, he's he's got a bunch of cool ideas and tricks up his sleeve too. Um, and then uh, we've got um, Marshall. 
He's he's been with us for a while. He's he's really turning into a good little fabricator. And then we got Jack McCormick. If uh, if we can just get him to quit doing stupid shit, he'll be real good and slow down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a lot of fun to be around. And then Chris is you know still in the office and um, you know I, it, it's hard to just say which one is you know stands out. I mean they all stand out in their own way. Um, Chris probably honestly has one of the hardest jobs in the shop and keeping everybody happy with parts coming through the door, especially the last couple of years with COVID and all that bull crap. Um, but he does an excellent job and you know, you're not going to call the, you're not going to call the, the shop number and get me, you're going to talk to Chris. So he, he's got a pretty busy job. I can say you have a good team. I always enjoy vis- visiting your shop. Not that I do it often enough. Or, um, we're going to get to your question in a second, George. We want to kind of maybe close with that because why, you know, why tell you now? <laughs> That's <laughs> funny George asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> And he got some inside information? Uh, Yeah, probably. uh, Yeah, yeah. A lot of inside information. (laughs) Um, Uh, He got uh, got a few pictures today, as a matter of fact. I'm going to guess is... uh, Nah, we'll we'll wait. We'll see if you want to divulge that and i don't want to ask any questions and put you on the spot too much i'll i'll uh, show you the, i'll show you the picture i sent him no because you can't you can't tell what it is well you like those uh teaser pictures this is this is an ultimate teaser picture hmm. all right that's it so you get okay <laughs> <laughs> that's the piece that uh that holding Holden made today. In one day? No, 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 no. <laughs> Put the beads in it today. <laughs> Nothing takes one day, no matter how simple it looks. <laughs> oh. Oh. So you uh, did have a period this summer that you were on three magazine covers in a month, which is always, you know, it's always cool to be on a ma- It's always cool to get in a magazine. I think e- every one of us car people and that want to get into a magazine um and then you, here you are you've got multiple magazines this year in one month you were graced three magazine covers what a boring newsstand that was damn <laughs> i saw <laughs> we've actually had another cover since then uh, uh and i know some of them were uh the hub magazines we had the uh, guys from wheel hub on a couple of years ago you can check out that episode and uh while the subscription deal is probably still not there wheel hub's actually still amazed i mean the print magazine came out but well oh shit where's it at there we go ah speaking of wheel hub yep so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on myself or brag on Big Oak and Wheel Hub here for a minute. So Wheel Hub 
is one of the I mean it's it's one of the premier magazines, you know. So they've never done this before. So we got a feature on the Cadillac. And in the same book in its own feature, we have the Impala. So they featured the Cadillac and the Impala in one quarterly magazine. It's not a monthly magazine. This is a quarterly magazine. So to basically have half the book, Big Oak Garage is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'll do my smart ass comment. And that's probably because we did have those guys on the podcast. Yep. Talked about them when, when they were launching. They've got Truck Hub and Chevy Hub and something else too. Phil, check check them out. Um uh, go, yeah, go to wheelhub.com. Wait a second, I know that car too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pick up Wheel Hub on the newsstands anywhere? I'm not sure. Hmm. Is that, let's say I got to get a copy of that to put beside for Brandy. We'll put it that way. And the, the, the Impalas actually will be coming out in modern rotting too. Um, so that, that's another good group of dudes, the, in the garage media. Um, I see where, uh, Phil says, uh, miss some of the print magazines. Go to In the Garage Media and and Wheel Hub for sure. Those two, and so In the Garage Media has like five or six print magazines now. Um, Modern Rotting, I can't I can't remember all of them, but um, check go to their website and check them out and subscribe to all of them. I mean, these these guys at Wheel Hub and the guys that in the garage media are doing everything they can to keep print alive. And, you know, it's still something special about going to your mailbox and pulling out a magazine and, and just, you know, flipping through it. So, um, subscribe to, to subscribe to all of them to keep them, keep them rolling, you know? Well, there, there, there is always a lot to be said about the print magazines, excuse me, and things like that. And I think Phil will attest to it, uh, because, I don't know if you cross paths with him. I doubt it, but he was running around SEMA getting things signed this year. He's replacing some things from he lost earlier this year. And uh, you can't do that with your phone here. Can you sign this digital picture? You know, it's, you know, it's kind of, there's something about having, you know, I like having things in print. Matter of fact, I got a whole bunch of stuff in my office here. Uh, then actually he's going to storage because I just like to have the print, like to feel it, uh, be able to call back on it. Um, I don't like reading that much anymore, but um, uh, this is, this is another really good print. So, so I'm supposed to plug uh, in the garage media. Uh, good guys. What else are we sticking on there? For just I got to put it in the show notes for everybody. Um, Wheel Hub. Yeah, Wheel Hub. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll get those in the show notes so that if uh, you do catch the uh, audio podcast, they'll definitely be in the audio podcast show notes. Um, might stick them in the video. Be nice. 
Uh, Drew's saying hi from Nebraska. What's up, Drew? And uh, <laughs> yeah, Phil's always got the most interesting selfies. Um, I'm. <laughs> Uh, we might have him on the show, but we just got to figure out how to do it. He likes doing audio shows. Um, how was SEMA this year? This was probably the first, to me, it's the first time since COVID it was kind of really back, and it was back in a much different way because you didn't have some of the major manufacturers, right? Um, well, you just didn't have Ford and GM, um, but I have to honestly say um, Toyota and and Dodge – Man, they stepped up. I mean, it. Don't get me wrong. It sucks not having Ford there and General Motors there, and you know, Exalta who works really, really close with me. Um, it sucks that those guys weren't there. Um, I understand why they weren't there, um, but it. You know, it sucks just not being able to go up and talk to somebody about a certain thing and um, see new products that are coming out and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, that's, uh, it's how it is right now. And, and I'm good with it. I mean, business is business, but it, 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 um, it was packed. It was, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the electric stuff that they're pushing on everybody, which you know that, um, and it was everywhere. I mean, uh, the EV stuff was everywhere. Um, it may not be next year. They had a pretty major accident that happened in Central Hall that uh, may may put a stop to some of the EV stuff inside anyway. And say I, I saw that. Um, Why well, I'm drawing a blank on him. Scotty uh, Ed, Ed B from Carlisle Productions. Oh, yeah. He he. Uh, good friend of mine and that uh, does uh, Chrysler manages Chrysler's a car Carlisle imports at Carlisle and helps out with a lot of the other shows. Uh, that incident happened directly across from his booth as they were pushing the, um, the vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically it, it was an electric vehicle. It's in the press, you know, the electric vehicle oh. caught fire. It's everywhere. At, yeah. And they had to, you know, they had to push it out, out and, you know, gas vehicles catch fire, electric vehicles catch fire. And I'm actually assembling a show a little bit. Uh, we'll have it on sometime uh, early next year about EVs and EV fires and things like that, because there's a lot of confusion out there about them. Um, they are difficult to put out, but they're easy to put out if you've got the right stuff, too. There you so, go. Yeah, I kind of have that same picture. <laughs> I I took it. I mean, I was right there when it happened, um, or right after they they had gotten it outside, and I walked over there. Um, you know, and and how do you keep a, a, a an electric car battery from burning? You know, it's not like an internal combustion engine where you just shut all the power off, and you know they make. They make us kill the power and have a quarter tank of gas. Um, could it still sit there and catch on fire? Yeah, I mean, I guess probably. I've never seen it happen. Um, where- yeah, I was talking. I was talking to a fire chief once, and the, the quarter tank of gas has always got me I, uh, I because actually, a vehicle's more a uh, gas tank's more flammable, partially filled than it is fully filled. So. Yeah. 
I've I've never understood that either. Um, no. but I guess they're they're looking at less accelerant. Yeah, I, I guess so. So anyway, that. Um, but what are they going to do to the electric vehicles? They're going to make you pull the battery out of them. You can't go pull the battery out of a Tesla. No, know? it's um, it's very integral into the vehicle. Right. So, I mean, what are they going to do? I, I don't know. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see SEMA's reaction to that, and, and not just SEMA. I mean, Las Vegas Convention Center. They oh, could yeah. they could put a stop to it. I mean, how many millions or billions of dollars was in Central Hall at that point in time? I mean, just the building, holy cow, what would that cost? And then, I mean, a lot of the stuff um, that's at SEMA's prototype stuff, you know, and I mean, how do you get that back? How, do, how does insurance pay for that? Um, man, that could have been bad if it would have been in the middle of the night or, you know, a lot of cars come into SEMA and they kind of dismantle them so you can see the the inner workings of stuff. So what if that thing would have been up on jack stands or some crazy spinny thing and just boom. Um, oh, geez, it even had a wheel off of it. I mean, it's just right. exactly. showing one of the in-wheel electric motors or something. Right. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a big concern. Um we had the boat sink earlier this year full of, uh, you know, basically Porsches and Volkswagens along with some Lamborghinis and Bentleys and a few other things like that. Um, a couple of people I knew lost cars on that boat actually. And it was the fire started in the EV holding area. They don't know if an EV started on fire or a fire start, you know, guy dropped a cigarette, created a fire EV caught on fire and then it went. However, but I mean, Lost 4,000 cars, kind of like you're talking, and then lost the boat when they were trying to tow it back in. Yep. So, I mean, it is it is definitely a concern, uh, and people have lost their houses. You know, it's a big concern of, you know, just catches fire in your garage, and next thing you know, your house is gone. Um, it's a rough one out there. So, yeah, that I saw that bit of news out of there. What's I was going to ask it? you, Phil mentioned what, it, hey, that... What? What's rough about it? Leave your EVs at home. <laughs> that simple. I was gonna get, start the show them. with actually saying we've got Will Posey back on, and we we're gonna actually sit down and discuss Elon Musk and Twitter and Tesla. But I would, I, would, I want to know EV talk out of you, Will. But you did bring it up. I would, I would have called Mike Copeland right then, and <laughs> <laughs> we would have, we would have squashed it. <laughs> um. Did you ride the loop though while you were out there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did, I did. So. Amen, Josh. So yeah, Phil mentioned that one too. He said not as big as nineteen for him. The new West Hall was nice. So were you? Were overall you thought it was a good show? Think it's going to be a little bit bigger next year and going to just find yeah. its stride again? Yeah, it wasn't quite where nineteen was, but it's it's good. It's coming back. It'll get there. Um, Something kind of exciting for, you know, most of our listeners is um, next year, Friday will be open to the public and they're actually kind of, it sounds like what they're doing is going to be making ignited, which is the car show at the end of the show will be Saturday as well. So uh, they're trying to, they're trying to make it a little more for, you know, the public. Um, 
so yeah it's it's uh exciting if you're on the other side where now um if you want to go to sema it, it could be a reality yeah i i get call i'm sure you get more than me but i even get text messages and um all kinds of people come out of the woodwork as we get into uh, August and September. Hey, you got tickets to SEMA? Can you get to SEMA? Yeah. Yeah, I can get to SEMA. I don't think I ever will have a problem if I wanted to get into SEMA. Can I get you in? No, I don't think so. Yeah. The So so let's talk about that for a minute because I, I get a lot of the same thing. And, you know, sometimes I'm able to help. Sometimes I'm just not. Um, you know, so generally we'll have two cars, one to two cars at SEMA every year. And where my passes come from are from the guy who's paid that crazy amount of money to show his products to the world. And we're fortunate enough to have a car in our booth. He'll generally get me three to four passes. All right. Um, it comes with his booth, but then again, he's, he's really paying for it. Um, and then, all right, but I can also get my own pass through Big Oak Garage as well. All right. Well, how that works is, all right, say, John, you call me and you want me to get you a pass for SEMA. All right. If you're not an employee of Big Oak Garage, I can't do it. Um, you have to have pay stubs. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff where if you're an employee for me, it's not that big of a deal. But if you're not an employee, it can be a real pain in the butt. So um, I, I'm i glad SEMA does that because it, it's really an, an industry show. Um, I could imagine if it was open to the public. I mean, as busy as it is right now, I, I could imagine if it was open to the public, it would be absolutely insane. Well, I will imagine they're going to pre-sell those Friday tickets. And if you don't buy them in the first three hours, there's going to be your Vegas scalpers outside the door. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and well, the thing about it is you, I mean, well, you can, I mean, they don't check IDs, you know, your name's actually on your badge. Um, well, I don't know. It depends how they do the general emission tickets. Well, um, this year they did have their names printed on them. Um, so and, and it was actually, you know, a lot of times when you're in a booth, and you're talking to you're talking to somebody. It's real easy just to look down and say, oh, hey, John, how you doing? And um, oh, I'm not John. I'm 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 Matt. You know, um, that didn't happen near as much this year as it has in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, you'd see. You'd see uh, men walking around with ladies' names and ladies walking around with men's names. Well, that might be their name. Remember, we well, are in this new world. True that. <laughs> very, very true. So we're a little bit after uh, 10. We've got a pretty good viewership right now. Is there anything you want to tell us about what's coming up in 23? Um, well, we're not done showing the Impala yet. We've got uh, two more shows to go to. Um, the car is still actually it, it, out west. It's in uh, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona for the Good Guys event that's that's going on next weekend. Um, we'll just be able to 
sit there and showcase uh, the car for the awards that it's won through good guys over the last year. So customer of the year and builder of the year. Um, so that we got that one. And then uh, designed and, by trendsetter of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, with that, uh, after that, we're going to go to the Barrett Jackson cup. Um, then after that, then Pala will pretty well be done. Um, can honestly say we got a full 12 months out of out of that car which is which is pretty cool uh, a lot of times nowadays you don't get you don't quite get that much um anymore um unless unless you want to go the isca uh route then you can get a few years out of it um, but anyway we'll we'll have the uh the cadillac will be kind of coming back out next year um you know just wasn't able to show it as much as we wanted to this year a few things we wasn't happy with that we've corrected. Um, so it'll be back out next year, and we've got a 1955 Chevy Nomad um, that's in the body shop right now that um, will be getting painted here pretty soon and built by Ricky. Uh, Ricky Howard will do the interior for us. Um, so we've got we've got that going on, and you know a few other ones coming down the pipe that. Uh, I ain't gonna say much about. Yeah, it's always good to keep them under, uh, uh, undercover. Right, right, right. So, and also, you know, Grip Autocross will have a full, um, a full season next year. Um, I'm I'm piloting the Rocket Camaro, um, powered by Blueprint 427 that we have uh, absolutely beat the crap out of for the last several years, and that baby's still. Uh, still pumping out the ponies yeah we uh, talked to the guy from blueprint engines we never did get the rocket racing wheels on the uh the old podcast yeah we'll have to go to holly to do that now <laughs> <laughs> they buy rocket <laughs> yeah 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 um actually i actually spent some time with johnny at, at blueprint um at sema this year and man they've introduced um they've introduced some new products that are pretty wicked um they've got a it's just over a thousand horsepower uh, crate motor, big block Chevy. I mean, really, a thousand horsepower crate motor, um, pretty wild. And um, they actually just introduced uh, a new Hemi. Um, so now they're doing a crate a Hemi. So uh, those those guys are still uh, man. They're still they still got the pedal to the metal, um, and. Um, uh, really enjoy working with those guys. They're 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 fun to work with. Well, sounds like you've had a uh, pretty good year. Um, I did want to say this is no driving gloves related. While we get pretty good downloads in that, and we have a pretty decent following on social media, but something Facebook, I'm gonna be honest, has been screwing me for a long time. Because I said at 996, 997, 998 likes on Facebook. And then it's back to 996. And then it's 996, 997, 998. And then it's back to 996. And then I never show in my bar graph when likes are going away. Yeah. Today, they finally let me hit 1,000. <laughs> so usually I think when you hit 1,000, you might get a stick there. So... I don't know who it was, but if either um, Chris Booth 
or John, custom car nerd Meyer, one of you two are my thousandth like on Facebook. Um, if I'm either one say, of you are listening or I'm both gonna, of you I'm, are listening. I'm going to say it was Chris Booth. <laughs> well, doesn't matter. Either one of them. <laughs> if um, you want to send me an email at uh, nodrivinggloves at gmail.com or producer at nodrivinggloves.com, uh, send me a message, even message me on excuse me, on Facebook, and we'll figure out for sure if it's really you. Um, I've got some gifts for you. So I was glad to see that today. Um, it's been a number that I've wanted to hit. It's taken a long time to get there. Really surprised me with as many downloads as the show does poll. But again, it's social media. Um, I'm becoming a little bit more active on Twitter because I don't know. It's in the news a lot today. And I just am not good at taking pictures. I'm more better at this typing thing because I don't have to take pictures. And uh, that's I've got this whole Instagram thing to go on on no driving gloves, but I haven't got there. But so that's a little bit going on there. If you're watching tonight, you can join us tomorrow night at eight, eight, eight o'clock, eight fifteen ish. Um, going to have Mitch Cobb on. Uh, he's a former coworker of mine at Barber's. Uh, he left Barber's a couple of years ago and started a race shop and is building race cars for certain race series and that. Uh, he's a former race driver. He used to run for uh, Bill Elliott Racing. Um, uh, lots of things like that. So we'll be talking to him around 8.15 tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening right now, if you're listening to the audio podcast, he's just the next podcast. Um, after that, Derek will be back next week and, uh, we're going to take Thanksgiving week off. So with that, the will, I thank you for taking an hour out of your time, rejoining the podcast. We really do miss you on the show. Anytime you want to come back, you're more than welcome to come back. Um, it's always nice to catch up. I'm sorry. Derek wasn't here and you were the first person that popped into my mind when, uh, well, uh, you know, we're, like I said, we're going to slow down a little bit here and, um, I know, um, I know there's a couple of guys that have hit me up that want to do the podcast either again or for the first time. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, in the next couple of months, I'd love to kind of jump back in and, um, be a little bit uh, more active and, uh, hopefully get a couple of these guys back on. I'd love to. And we still had an unfinished list. We got your glass person. We've got a couple of interior people in that that you threw out. And yep. we'll see. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, and I'll try to swing by some cigars next week. I, I'll do my best. If not, there's always a big brown truck. <laughs> <laughs> Good time of year to ship cigars, too. <laughs> That's with, right. that, with that, been great having you. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, nodrivinggloves.com, buy us a coffee uh, if you enjoy the show. If not, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, or at least I will. <laughs> Later. Adios.